not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Hey, over the past few weeks, this camp house has been a parade of Bass Fishing Hall of Famers, and today is no different. David Fritz won the 1993 Bassmaster Classics. He won the 94 Angler of the Year, and he's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, known as one of the best crankbait fishermen in history. That's what I've asked him to come talk to us about today. His latest crankbait, his latest designing effort on the market now is, golly, flying off the shelves, the Fritz side. If you've been shopping for a Fritz side by Berkeley, you've had trouble finding that thing, or at least you've had trouble finding the color and size that you want. They sell the day that they hit the store. We're going to talk to David about what makes that Fritz side so great on the show today. Front Door to the Camp House is brought to you by my friends at Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. Fortiflora works well as a preventative for GI upset. So, you got that big summer road trip coming up, want to take the dog? Hey, before that travel, before a change in routine, a change in water, start your dog on a daily dose of Fortiflora. Continue throughout your trip and for a few days after returning home. That will help keep his GI system intact throughout your journey. Forda Flora. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, congratulations, Brandon Lester, Fayetteville, Tennessee. He won that Bassmaster Elite event on Pickwick last weekend. 34 years old, and he picks up his first Elite Series tournament win. And that $100,000 check that goes with that big blue trophy. He looks happy holding that thing at kinderoutdoors.com. Congratulations, Brandon. Cody Huff, Ava, Missouri, finished second. Out of Fort Worth, Texas, Chris Zaldane finished third. Jacob Fouts, Charleston, Tennessee, in fourth place. And rounding out the top five, John Cox, DeBerry, Florida. The California Delta is on the bucket list of a... A lot of bass anglers. I know it's on mine. And here's another example why. Stephen Bub Tosh Jr. of Modesto, California, brought a five bass limit to the scale last Saturday that weighed 17 pounds, 15 ounces. And that one, that Toyota series presented by ARE on the California Delta, picked up more than $25,000 for the victory. But get this, his three-day total of 15 bass weighed 59 pounds even. That's 3.9, an average of 3.9. There are giants in the Delta, and there's a lot of them 3.9s. One of these days, I'm going to go get me some of that. <laughs> hey, if you entered the draw for Moose in Maine today, is the day you find out if you won that lottery. <laughs> it's the Maine Moose Permit Drawing, live in Jackman, Maine today. They'll celebrate with live music and different events around town, festival specials throughout the stores in town, celebrating this historic event. Lots of food and vendors and crafts, local maple products. Jackman Town Office Field on Main Street right there in Jackman, Maine, from 10 a.m. until 6 o'clock this evening, and the draw begins at 2 this afternoon. By the end of the day today, some happy hunters will learn if their dream has come true. A moose permit in Maine. I got this from my friends at 
Buffalo Wool Company. Ron and Teresa Miskin sent this my way with Buffalo Wool. It's an article by Wendy Core in the Cowboy State Daily up in Wyoming. She wrote that one of the many priorities for Yellowstone National Park administrators is the repopulation of healthy, genetically pure bison herds across the United States. And when bison from America's first national park, Yellowstone, are sent to Native American tribes throughout the country, the animals absolutely, positively have to get there. Maybe not overnight, but quickly. So it's no big surprise that they called upon the folks from FedEx to deliver these buffalo to the Alaskan tribe requesting Yellowstone buffalo. They actually drove these bison from Fort Peck, Montana, all the way to Seattle, then put them in a FedEx crate specifically designed for the bison. They put them on a plane and flew them to Alaska, their new home. (laughs) Ron, Teresa, thanks for the heads up. Oh, and the great buffalo wool products. I love them. You know I do. Talk to your veterinarian about calming care, the very natural product from the trusted name Purina that settles the overactive dog. It is not a drug. I can't make that clear enough to you. It is not a drug. It very gently and safely works over time to settle the overactive dog, the one that barks too much or jumps all over the visitors when they come to the house. Calming care. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Bird flu, it's been showing up all across the United States. In Texas, we're worried about our Bob White quail numbers have already been low for years. It's in Montana, showing up in the geese up there. Since it was first detected in the eastern United States back in January, it's spread to all four major bird migration flyways, including the Central and Pacific flyways. That includes parts of Montana. And up in Minnesota, Anoka County, a wild fox tested positive for avian influenza. Keep an eye out for sick or dead birds in your area. Report it immediately to a local veterinarian or game warden. Hi, this is Laura Neilan from Field and Stream. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. It's time to get doves and ducks on your mind. And hey, deer season is just around the corner. Ramp it up this year with help from Marksman Firearms in Mansfield, Killeen, Wichita Falls, and Granbury. Rifles, pistols, shotguns, ammo, and accessories. Marksman makes it easy, too, with same-as-cash 90-day layaway. Military and first responders enjoy a 10% discount. New to shooting? No problem. Marksman Firearms has knowledgeable pros that love to help. Make your mark at Marksman. MarksmanFirearms.com. You know, this is a fast-changing world. As a matter of fact, you may not recognize your little universe as compared to just two years ago. But there are some bedrock stepping stones that will take you through tough times. If you want to catch the girl, be nice. If you want to catch the ball, use both hands. And if you want to catch the fish, start early. About six. 45. And stick with what's dependable, like Chevy trucks. At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we work hard every day to be dependable in delivering you and your precious cargo to the fishing hole, whether that's across the county or the country, and back again. 
At Classic Chevrolet, we can't make love grow. (laughs) But we can be dependable in making sure that you're there when it does. Have you ever hugged or kissed a fish before? Yep. (laughs) ClassicChevrolet.com You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S. TejasRanchFencing.com. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, Yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Tailing redfish on the fly rod, fresh walleye in a skillet, Big Tom turkeys run into your call. A massive 6x6 within 30 yards and a new personal best in the bass boat. That's life at our camp at Kinder Outdoors. One of the hottest selling bass baits in 2022, if not the fastest selling bass bait, is the Fritzide, a shallow water flat sided crankbait that flat catches them. Designed by 1993 Bassmaster Classic Champion, 1994 Angler of the Year, and Bass Fishing Hall of Famer, David Fritz. We've got him with us from his home in North Carolina. David, welcome. It's good to have you. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I tell you what, I, uh, I've i been, you know, for the past few months, every time I walk into any of my area fishing spot stores, 
I go check those frit sides because they're flying off the shelf. David, these things are selling like hotcakes. You go in there, and if they have some, it might not be the color you want. So you pick the color they have, and by the end of a couple of months, you've got the whole collection. You like my game plan? <laughs> well, that was like me. I was at a Santee Cooper, and I said, I'm going to go by Berkeley there in Columbia and give me some frit sides. I mean, they keep telling me they're out of them. I go up there, and I find four in that whole place. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are, I mean, they're almost impossible uh, to get, especially by about five or six colors. Five or six colors are just not, pretty much non-existent. Yeah, and I tell you what, that's a good problem to have. They produce, they catch fish. It's no kidding, yesterday morning I had a couple of hours, and I found them stacked up on a on a hump in 10 foot of water, and I pulled out that frit side and just dredged them down through there. I whooped up on them <laughs> yesterday morning. I had a great time with your bait. You knew a little something about crankbaits when you put this thing together. You've had some success. <laughs> well, <laughs> You know, that has been probably the hottest thing I've ever developed, and I've made a lot of baits over the years, but that one's just really special. It's just one of those things that's just really, really special. What makes this bait so so special? And for folks that uh, if there's one person left on the planet that hadn't seen a frit side yet, it's a, a flat-sided crankbait, Shella running crankbait. Um, tell, tell me what makes this bait so special. Is it the way it swims? Yeah, it's the action that it has. Uh, it's the side-to-side motion that it has. In other words, the top of the back will move three-quarter inches both ways. And for for a manufacturer to get that, I mean, it, it took a lot of testing and a lot. You know, I, I don't know if anybody could do it besides Berkeley, to be honest with you, with their facility. Wow. What are the different sizes, uh, David, of the Fritz side? Well, the number five is the, is the short-lipped version, and we have the number five, which has done one, I don't know, five or six major tournaments. Then we have one we call uh, the big one, and that's the one that uh, the Red Crest just got one on. It, it's a three-inch bait that runs about five to six feet deep, so it runs about two feet deeper than regular number five. And then we have the junior and uh that's the one that's just killing the smallmouth up north. Um and then we have a number seven, which is a seven foot bait. It's sort of a medium deal. It's good to fish in five to seven feet of water. Then we have a number nine, and that's probably the one you were throwing. The number nine, when I was testing at Lake Hartwell, I tested it for three days and I caught seven bass over eight pounds on it. <laughs> and I knew that they that you know they they wouldn't nothing like this. I mean, it's just man alive. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, it's a lot of fun. It's putting more bites in your bass fishing, guys. I promise you. Uh, pick up a fruit cider too. Uh, uh, your next stop at the tackle shop. Hey, your mama and my mama must have been a lot alike. My mom was a great cook, David. How about yours? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. My grandma's, I mean, but my mom was exceptional. Um, she really was, and uh, she loved to do it. And we worked together a lot just playing, trying to come up with making things better. Yeah. And she she had a real good knack for it. 
my mom and my mama, my grandma, they were all great cooks, and I was a great eater. Uh, I still am a great <laughs> eater, David. And, and I loved to hang around the kitchen when they were baking and cooking and putting up for uh, the pantry and all. And I picked a lot of that up, and I still love, decades later, I still love to cook uh, and spend time in the kitchen. I bet a lot of people don't know that you're a pretty doggone good baker. <laughs> well, I probably don't, but a lot of people have learned. I, I can't go nowhere without somebody wanting oatmeal cookies or or a uh, sliced potato pie or something, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was just up at Bugs Island, uh, Virginia, a few weeks ago, and that's not too far from you. That's that's one of your favorite places to fish, from what I hear. And uh, boy, if I'd known you had oatmeal cookies ready to go, I'd have swung by the house. Well, I didn't have any ready to go. <laughs> it, it, that's one of the thing. It takes about three hours to make a batch of them. Yeah, wow. I'm talking about make 45 cookies it just really it's not hard it's just so time consuming wow that's from scratch in the hall of famers kitchen right there david tripp not only can he develop great crankbaits he's got oatmeal cookies to die for (laughs) (laughs) who first took you fishing david how'd this all start with you well actually my aunt my mother's sister uh lived down close to high rock lake and that's pretty much how I got started. Uh, going down there when I was just a kid and, and my grandma was the same way. She loved the fish too, but, um, we'd go down there and catch catfish and carp, whatever, whatever bite her hook. And then my aunt actually, uh, mother aunt on my dad's side, my dad's sister actually got a place at the lake. And that's when I got started in the bass fishing when I caught one of them big old five pounders. After I beside her dog, that just sort of ruined me. And I, I was sort of ruined for life, man. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. You know, with my dad, like everybody, most people, it was it was actually all on the women's side. Yeah, well, that's hey, it starts that way in a lot of different homes, a lot of places. Matter of fact, uh, mom takes a, a kiddo fishing, and even more these days because uh, we have a lot of. A lot of single moms out there, and I hear from them on this radio show because they want to know what to do. How do I get started and take my my kiddo fishing? Step one is go get yourself a frit side, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the thing about that is I used to tell everybody to tie a Carolina rig on and just throw it and just let them drag it or what. But really, that bait, if you throw it out there and wind it back, something's going to bite it, and it ain't going to take long. It, 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 It blows me away. At that bait, you can be in 20 feet of water and the bait's running four foot deep, and a five pounder come up and eat it. It, it blows yeah. me away, and that's why it's been so successful. Is it's it's such a no brainer, and the fish are really attracted to it. It's just I can't remember, and I've been around for a long time. I can't remember ever a bait that fish attacked like they attacked that bait. In so many tournaments, in a short period of time, there's then been one, like seven major tournaments. Yeah. It's just different. It just swims different. When you throw it, it's going to feel different than, than any other crankbait in your, in your box. Uh, it, it's not going to thump, thump, thump hard. Uh, it's going to sw- it's a smooth swimmer with lots of action. And it's different. Yeah. One, th- one thing that really helped 
was we figured out how to make plastic act like wood, and I think that was our biggest move. And then when we uh, kept tweaking it and come upon this action, it, it's just, um, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, we've, I've made a lot of good baits, but as far as just tying something on and throwing it and winding it, they don't get no better than that, the Fritz side. Bass Fishing Hall of Famer David Fritz in the camp house with us today from his home in North Carolina. More from the designer of the Fritz side when we come back from the coffee pot. This corner of the camp house brought to you by America's number one canine probiotic, Fortiflora. Order it from Chewy.com. Hey, it's Alan Jones Jr. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com. Outdoor Texas Camps produces strong young women. Yeah, I was eight. So I was a camper for about three, four years. Like Faith, step one is attend an Outdoor Texas Camp. Get involved. And you never know where it will go from there. This camp like gave me foundational skills of like how to plan, how to like what does responsibility look like. If they they can come in knowing nothing, and they will leave with a whole new set of skills. Top-notch instructors teaching outdoor skills, hunting, fishing, and the shooting sports. Young ladies growing confident in their abilities. Like this camp, like yes, it's about hunting and fishing, and their skills learn. But I think they grow up in these camps where you see a kid that doesn't know what. Honestly, what responsibility is, they grow up. Outdoor Texas Camps is now taking enrollment for girls 9 to 17 with $400 scholarships available to young ladies in the North Texas area for Summer Camps 2022. Make it a summer of growth for the young lady in your life. It all starts at OutdoorTexasCamps.com. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org. 
From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com Somewhere over this horizon sit a million little dictators eager to purge humanity of its hunting instincts. Contrived emotions flood from their air-conditioned, glass-paneled, Wi-Fi-enabled habitats over the mountains and out into the wild from which they hate to admit they emerged. Their foolish quest to force nature to fit their feelings threatens the survival of every living thing on our planet. If their fevered tantrums are ever imposed, the Earth will be ruled by the deadliest combination in the natural world, human ignorance and human arrogance. Travel another path, the truest path, nature's path. Trust the hunter in your blood. been dropped off in a remote wilderness where the bears outnumber people 10 to 1 and the mosquitoes have been known to carry off full-grown moose. Lucky? Join us in camp and tell us about it at Kinder Outdoors. Take the Pro Plan Challenge with your dog. I'm talking about changing your dog's feed from whatever you're doing now to the Pro Plan formula that best suits your dog take pictures along the way keep an eye on things pay attention you're going to see a healthier dog in just a couple of weeks i've seen it too many times i feel confident in telling you that your dog's overall health will improve with pro plan pick it up at atwood's ranch and home stores our special guest in the camp house this week at kinder outdoors is david fritz the 1993 bassmaster classic champion Angler of the Year in 94, and he's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. Thanks for hanging on, David. I appreciate this. Oh, you're welcome. And we've been talking about his new bait, the Fritz side, that's flying off shells. If you're a bass fisherman, you know all about it and how difficult it is to uh, uh, to to uh, find what you're looking for sometimes because they're selling so fast. Go talk to the manager and ask him what day he takes his deliveries and be there when the <laughs> truck comes in. That, there's my tip for you. Hey, back in 1993, you won a Bassmaster Classic on Logan Martin Lake, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, and I heard a rumor that in practice that week, you were onto a little something, so you disguised yourself, put on a floppy hat, 
and uh, went out in an un- unmarked boat so nobody could see where you were practicing. Is that true? Well, yeah, sort of. I had a TR-10 Ranger or TR, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a little 15-foot stick steering, and one, I'm talking about one of the 60-model Rangers. And it put me on the hat and just sort of kicked back. And I think Guido Hibbs and, and a couple of them finally figured it out, but it took them a while. <laughs> you know, when you're sitting out in the middle of the lake and you're in a, well, this day and time, an $80,000 Ranger boat, everybody sort of looks to see where you're at. But when you're in something like that, they're thinking, well, he's probably out there catfishing or property fishing. So that was sort of what I did. You look like a minner man out there. You look like a minner fisherman out there. Uh, but you were you were onto something. You knew something. And what was it that you knew? Well, you know, at that time, fish were away from the bank, and and uh, it was uh, I knew it was going to be a structured deal. It was just finding the right kind of cover. But my main thing was I figured out what color they liked, and that made the biggest difference of anything that I did. Because I could actually go behind people and catch fish, but um, that was probably one of the biggest things. Um, huh. Just and just finding a few little key areas, you know, that was real good. So it paid off, and it worked out. A 1993 Bassmaster Classic back then, a classic paid fifty thousand dollars. That was a ton of money uh, back then. <laughs> Shaw Grigsby yeah, finished 150 the next year, so I'm sort of missed out on that deal. But one year later, Shaw <laughs> yep. uh, Grigsby finished second in that thing. Jay Yellis third, Tommy Biffle fourth, Kevin Van Dam fifth, George Cochran, Paul Elias, Guido Hibden. Listen to the Denny Brower. Listen to the guys in the top ten at that event and uh, the folks that David had to beat. Uh, did you catch your fish? You caught them on a crankbait primarily in that uh, classic, correct? I did. And actually, uh, the Fritz side nine, if you had one right now, you're pretty close to the exact same bait I caught most of my fish on. Really? Yeah. Was that, that, a, thing, was that a homemade bait? Yeah. I, Steve Blazer uh, made wooden wooden ones. And like I say, you had, you had to buy 20 of them to get one that was real good. But I had one that was real good, and that's what I caught the bulk of my fish on. Wow. And when we made the fritz size, I wanted to make sure we were going to have one that would even be better than that, and I think we did that. 1993 wins the Bassmaster Classic. David Fritz wins Angler of the Year, 94. Which was tougher to do, win a Classic? Or an AOY. <laughs> well, I ain't the years all year long. It was probably a little bit tougher. Um, I mean, it, both of them are, are pretty dang tough to do. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, probably ain't the years probably a little bit harder. I would think so. And I've heard, I've heard guys say that, and uh, I can see how that grind would be uh, would be tough on you and, and make it for a long tough year. Uh, like I said earlier, I was up at Bugs Island Lake not long ago, first time I'd been there, David, and I was just blown away with how beautiful that part of the country is uh, there where you are in North Carolina and Virginia. Uh, and and a lot of people maybe don't know, the bass fishing up there is pretty doggone spectacular, too. Well, you know, Kerr was a uh, 
top five lake there for years and years and years until the herring got in it and they started chasing them around. But it was almost, uh, it was a phenomenal lake and still is. But boy, at one time, there was more four pounders in that lake than anywhere in the country. And they catch a lot of four pound, three and four pound crappie up there too. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's just, it's just a, a, it's just a good spot to go fishing. And really that whole, uh, that whole Roanoke River chain is pretty good too. Uh, Gaston's not quite as good. That's the lake behind it. The man, the biggest fish in the state live there. So. Might might be worth dipping a dipping a frit side, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can definitely catch a great big one there. Uh, hey, you like to hunt uh, when you're not when you're not fishing uh, or baking oatmeal cookies. Uh, how was your deer season this year? It was really good. I mean, I didn't shoot. I, I passed on a one that was right at 170. I don't think he was over 170. Uh, with my bow and, and it, you know, most, they probably ain't 20 people in the country that would do that, but he was a four and a half year old and in Kansas and hopefully I'm going to get drawed because I shot one there a couple years ago and lost it. It was over a 200 inch. And this deer here is going to be up there over 180 next year if he survives all the elements. So I, I let him go, and actually I saw two deer that was in that class. One, another one that was about a 166, 165. I let it go too. So, um, you know, I just enjoy. I don't care about just killing, and you know, I want to hunt something that's that most people never even see in their lifetime, and uh, that's sort of what I do when I hunt. I just uh, I'm very, very, very selective. And he's got to be really big if I shoot. <laughs> hey, when you decided, you know, I think I'm going to fish professionally. I'm going to make my living fishing. And you presented that to your family. How'd that go over? Was that because back then, oh. hey, that's that's taking a pretty big chance. Yeah, my dad thought I was crazy. <laughs> he liked And uh, there, I tell you, I went all year when I quit work. And started fishing, I went all the way until October before I even won any money. And then I won two tournaments in a row. And I had really had some second thoughts because I'm thinking, man. And you know, the thing about it is this day and time, it's even harder. This day and time, it, it's really hard with the with the price of everything that, that's out there right now. It's really hard to, to survive doing it. Yeah, when a gallon of gas is five bucks. And you're pulling a boat and all your gear. That <laughs> five bucks is not going to get you very far down the road. No, not at all. David, we're going to have to make another little trip over to the coffee pot. It's only going to take us a couple of minutes, but hang tight. We have more ground to cover with you. David Fritz in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, designer of the hottest bass bait in America these days, the Fritz side. If you don't have a handful of those things, go get them when you can find them. <laughs> Purina Pro Plan builds different formulas of feed for all of our different dogs. Older dogs, younger dogs, teenagers, working dogs, couch potatoes, everything in between. There's a formula specifically and perfectly designed for that dog. Find the formula that best suits your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Kansas, and Missouri. This is professional angler Rick Clunn. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. 
Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Hey, crappie anglers, crappie season is here. Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022. Check out the all-new Wally Marshall Classic Signature Rods by Lou's. The Wally Marshall Classic Series starts at 5 foot 6 and all the way up to 16 foot in length. IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all-day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target Rods are designed with IM8 graphite blanks, stainless steel guides, and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target Rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunder, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shad Pose. Tennessee Mist, White, Houdat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and SmithsProducts.com. Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Bagara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the rancher lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blinds, speed, and feeders available too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of I-20, just west of Weatherford. Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees. And have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com. 
and just down the road. We thank God for the freedom, our men and women that defend it, and the Constitution that guarantees it. Welcome to camp with Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, host of the uh, Camp House here at Kinder Outdoors. Drop by and see us at kinderoutdoors.com. Leave a note when you do drop by. Send a picture for the bragging board, okay? Real easy to upload from your uh, handheld device or your laptop, desktop, however. And let us know how you hear the show. And where you hear the show. I want to say hi to Connie Campbell, listening to Kinder Outdoors in Buena Vista, Virginia. Connie, thanks for the note. Philip Tamayo in Whittier, California. Across the country we go to Sarasota, Florida. Joan Hazen, thank you for listening, Joan. Stephen Klein catches Kinder Outdoors in San Diego, California. Cowboy Country, that's where Mike Rogers lives. Stephenville, Texas, home of Tarleton State University. Brian Hargrove is in La Grande, Oregon. Mike Horner is in Decatur, Texas. I've been to Sweetie Pie's Ribeyes. Jason Glazenbrook in Chelsea, Oklahoma. Bob Koch in Renfro, Pennsylvania. Hey, thanks to all of you guys for dropping by KinderOutdoors.com and saying hello. We greatly appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you. Purina Pro Plan, 89% of the field trial champions across North America are fed Pro Plan performance formula. In the purple sport bag, performance for your hard-working bird dog. The last dozen or so grand champions at Westminster, Pro Plan Dogs. Pick up a bag for your champ. Purina Pro Plan is at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Let's get back to our conversation with Bass Fishing Hall of Famer and designer of the Fritz side, that hot-selling crankbait, the Fritz side. David Fritz is our guest on the show this week. David, thanks a lot for hanging on. I mentioned you're a member of the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. This guy knows what he's doing. He won the 1993 Bassmaster Classic with crankbait in his hand. Uh, 94 Bassmaster Angler of the Year with a crankbait in his hand. He's long been regarded as the crankbait guy when it comes to bass fishing. He is the man, and he's the designer like I said, of the hot new Fritz side. There are some colors uh, that you just the Fritz side is hard enough to find, David, because it's selling so fast. But there are some certain colors that are really working well for folks, and they're super hard to find. What are those colors, primary colors, if somebody wants to go out and buy something for Dad, for Father's Day, what colors do you recommend? Well, obviously the red's almost impossible. When somebody gets them, they're, they're, I mean, they they buy them, but the, the Kentucky blue is another really dynamite color. Um, and the uh, Ghost Morning Dawn, the one that won the first tournament that uh, that was ever fished at, and that was down at uh, in Texas on Sam Rayburn. Uh, the Honey Shad is another one, and I'm trying to think of that other color that's. Uh, that you can't never get. <laughs> I mean, you can get some of the, you can get some of the, and, and don't get me wrong, all the colors are good and can be good, but those particular colors, red is unbeatable in the spring, and we have a brown crawl that has been really, really popular. It's sort of a dark crawl, and it's been really popular. Uh, 
But right now, Kentucky Blue, Honey Shad, uh, Old Blue, any of those are going to be a real good choice. David Fritz and the Fritz side. Hey, David, uh, real quick before we let you go, uh, hot summertime is coming on. Perfect time to throw the Fritz side. Well, my dog's going crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think we <laughs> Well, they probably saw a cat or something, but anyway, they, <laughs> I think that the dredge is, is an underestimated bait. You know, they've been terminus one on the, uh, on our square lip, which, uh, used to be called pit bull and we had to change the name to square bull, but out in Jones Jr. just won a tournament on it and another tournament's been won on it. That's our square lip. And we have a bait called a digger. And it's similar to the old type killer bees, and it's probably the most underestimated bait that we have, and, and huh. along with the dredger. And those are the only two baits. The bad shad has won a bunch of tournaments. It's like a shad wrap. Uh, it's a swimming crankbait, but it throws good, and it's very consistent. Um, but right now, a dredger is probably going to be your ticket, especially when fish get deeper than 10 feet. So uh, just be aware that, you know, that is a killer, killer bait. We have it in some 8 foot, 10 14-5, 17-5, 20.5, and a 25-5. So we got a whole range of them. And they're killer baits. They are. They they will catch them. If you're somewhere where, where you're deep, uh, that's going to be a, a, a good bait to have tied on. Awesome. David Fritz, it's a pleasure visiting with you, and uh, we still enjoy watching you fish. Are you having as much fun now as you ever have? Well, you know, it's a different game out there now. It's all about how good a video guy you are, and I ain't much at that because, you know, you don't find fish with your bait anymore, and it, it, I just can't get used to it. I don't know why. I just cannot get used to not finding fish with your bait. And, um, but, yeah, competition is always fun, and it's always a challenge. But, you know, fishing has changed. Uh, a lot of the fish ain't on right on the cover. A lot of them are just out there wandering around, and, and they're getting caught now where they never, never, ever was. So, anyway, it's just a little different game. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, my body ain't letting me do what I used to do. And, you know, I had COVID last year, and I still ain't got over it. I got that long COVID, and. Yeah. Still can't smell anything. Still get fatigued pretty easy. But mm. other than that, yes. <laughs> That's good. Well, and I'm, I'm with you. You know, there, there's a place for, uh, forward facing sonar and it's just, it's selling like hotcakes. And I get it. I understand that, especially for a competitive angler. You want to have that advantage. But man, there's times I just want to go fishing. I just want to pick that that square bill up or, or whatever, that Texas rig, and go feel them out and go fishing uh, like we've always done, and it's always worked. David, good talking to you. I look forward to the next visit. All right, my man. It's a parade of Bass Fishing Hall of Famers around here. Just in the past few weeks, we've had Jimmy Houston, Hank Parker, Woo Daves, Mark Davis, and now David Fritz. Roy hey, it's bass fishing royalty. <laughs> Before we get out of here today, we've got time for a quick one from our camp house storyteller, Ray Sasser. Fishing lines resemble insidious spider webs. 
Once you're ensnared in the coils of monofilament like a fly in the sticky web, struggle is useless. The harder we deny the inevitable, the more deeply we become mired in the challenge of a fascinating and mysterious sport. Fishing lines are the threads joining an estimated 4 million Texas sportsmen of all ages. Suffering from terminal cancer, one diehard anger hired a light plane to fly him over his favorite fishing hoe. I always wondered what it looked like from the air, he said. Anglers share a common ground based on water, the liquid frontier in which man is the alien. Much of the attraction in fishing, a sport that dates back at least to biblical times, lies in man's fascination with water. What goes on beneath the surface is far less of a mystery today than it was 2,000 years ago, or even 20 years ago. But the more we know about fish, the less we seem to understand about how to catch them. Luck plays a leading role in the drama called fishing. On a given day, the best fisherman may row snake eyes, while the novice lands a record. Who really knows why a bass ignores the first 20 plastic worms that crawl within easy reach and attacks instead as unlikely a lure as a flashing spinnerbait, an offering that resembles no naturally occurring organism. Such phenomena are precisely why the sport is called fishing rather than catching. I'm so glad we have Ray on tape. We lost him a few years ago, the outdoor editor for the Dallas Morning News for three decades and our Camp House Storyteller at Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging out with us today, man. We appreciate that. I also want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together and invite you back next time around. Till then, may God bless you and your bunch. are taking that old flat bottom out, don't forget these coffee cans. Just like life, you'll need to bail a little water now and then. This is Life in the Camp House at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, and this is Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging out around our campfire with us, even though you probably don't need one. It's getting hot, huh? I know here in Texas, summertime is here triple digits this coming week. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan with so many different formulas because there are so many different dogs, young dogs, older dogs, teenagers, dogs with special needs, working dogs, couch potatoes. Hey, there's a Pro Plan formula for each and every one of them. Pick up the bag that best suits your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. You know, we have all kinds of special guests in this old camp house with us. We have actors and well-known hunters and fishermen and musical artists, people from all walks of life that share a common love for our heritage, hunting and fishing and the shooting sports. But today's a little different. Oh, yeah, we've got a fishing superstar on the show, David Fritz. He's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. But really, the star of the show today is a new bait that David came up with a couple of years back called the Fritz Side. It's selling so fast that stores are having a real hard time keeping them in stock. It's the best-selling, best-working lure that David Fritz has ever come up with. And, hey, this Hall of Famer has come up with some good ones through the years. Kind of unique. The star of the show in the camp house today is a bass lure, the Fritz side shallow water crankbait. And you know what? Next week, 
is going to kind of be the same theme. We're going to be talking about giant swim baits uh, with a guy that knows how to fish those big, giant, oversized swim baits, stuff that most of us, golly, we would just never throw it because we have no confidence in it. We, we don't know what to buy, what to do, what to throw it on. Well, Adrian Avina does, and he catches giant bass on giant swim baits. The Jersey Boy joins us next week from the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, talking about giant swim baits on Kinder Outdoors. Well, for us deer hunters, it's off-season. It's time to get refreshed, renewed, and re-rigged, ready for another fall. It might be time to do a little studying about decoys. Have you ever hunted with a deer decoy? Is it legal in your state? If so, you might want to give it a try. I had a conversation with my friend Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail, about that a few years back, and it's a Kinder Outdoors classic. Now, Larry, I have long used turkey decoys in my turkey hunting. They work. I've never used a deer decoy. Have you hunted over decoys much when you're deer hunting? The very first time I played with a decoy, I put one out because I thought we had a poacher coming in on our property, and so we. So you were playing game warden. I was playing game warden, but I was wanting, I was wanting this guy to see whether he'd take a shot at it. I put out this decoy, built it up out of styrofoam. I mean, with the antlers, the whole nine yards, painted it, looked absolutely fantastic. Left, came back about four hours later, and this decoy was totally destroyed. And my first thought was, oh, my gosh, the guy got over here and shot it with a shotgun. Then I started looking at the tracks around. Of course, this was during about the time that the rut started. And I realized another buck had come in, seen this decoy deer, and literally had torn it up. So... That's about the time that we started looking at the possibility, well, maybe if, you know, in safe situations, well, let's consider using a deer decoy. And, and over the years, we've had extremely good success with it, particularly more so in the northern states than I have in Texas. In Texas, a lot of times I'll use a doe decoy, if you will, and I'll set it up so that she's looking away from where I am and I'm, when I'm rattling. So when a buck comes in, he sees that deer decoy rather than looking at me, and he concentrates on that, on that animal that supposedly there and that gives me the opportunity maybe to get a little bit better look at him to where I can estimate what his age and if I'm interested in score and all that kind of thing but uh, we've had them we've used those decoys a lot in that respect or even as a confidence type decoy to if you're hunting in a uh, what we used to call oak patches or food plots these days is set out a decoy and it brings deer in sometimes just simply because they look out there and they go well there's a deer already out there so they kind of move in a little bit earlier sometimes they feel more comfortable feel more comfortable so I mean there's a lot of different for reasons for using it. But the one thing you want to be careful of is, again, when it comes to hunter safety type thing, is, is cover that thing in, in orange or something else when you're carrying it out in the field because you don't want to be looking like a deer walking out there in the field. Right. Now, you said in Texas, when you're hunting Texas, you'll use that decoy, and that makes a lot of sense the way you use that decoy. What about in the northern states? you decoy a little different? In the northern states, we've had more luck using buck decoys to where you set them up on the edge of the field and try to set them up so that that animal, when he comes in, the other buck that comes in kind of sidles into him to give you a shot. But, again, it's kind of a confidence thing kind of more than anything else. That buck sees it. He comes in. He thinks maybe there's a doe there somewhere, and he may come in. It's 
to have a better look. But for whatever reason, it seems like the, in the northern states, meaning pretty much those from Oklahoma on north, you have better luck with, with buck decoys, whereas farther south here in Texas, we have more luck, seems like, with doe decoys. Hmm. There you go, guys. That's why you tune in to get the greatness of Larry Wysoon uh, on your radio. You know, uh, Larry, I shot a deer and uh, just dropped him in his tracks out there at 200 yards, and my old chest was swelling up. My head might have been swelling a little bit. I was kind of proud of that shot. And then I remembered that my friend Larry Wysoon once shot an antelope with a pistol at 504 yards. I've got more work to do on the range. I think we all do. You know, you know how you make those shots. You spend a lot of time practicing, a lot of time practicing, a lot of time practicing, and then you take that shot when you feel confident that you can make it. Not only is he a wildlife biologist, a world-class hunter, television host, podcast, and broadcast host, but he's a pretty darn good old boy, too, my friend Larry Weiss. <laughs> Let's go grab a cup of coffee, and then I'll meet you right back here with Hall of Fame bass angler David Fritz. This is Wayne LaPierre, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. It's time to get doves and ducks on your mind. And, hey, deer season is just around the corner. Ramp it up this year with help from Marksman Firearms in Mansfield, Killeen, Wichita Falls, and Granbury. Rifles, pistols, shotguns, ammo, and accessories. Marksman makes it easy, too, with same-as-cash 90-day layaway. Military and first responders enjoy a 10% discount. New to shooting? No problem. Marksman Firearms has knowledgeable pros that love to help. Make your mark at Marksman. MarksmanFirearms.com After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests and... Um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six seven eight groups and we don't try to do it on 40 acres i mean these people get to walk they get to see some country joe and ann kirchival invite you to enjoy this free range ranch just northwest of san antonio visit joshuacreek.com if you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots open flames under hot oil and sticky oily messes then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. 
Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. Hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative, and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport, and you're in our care custody control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself, and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your neck. The first morning, the fly-off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds, almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817-797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. God we trust. That fishing story you just told? Not so much. Come on, it's camp house time at Kinder Outdoors. The Berkeley Fritz side. Man, it's the hottest selling bass lure on the planet this year. And it came from the mind of a crankbait master, David Fritz. Maybe the best crankbait fisherman ever. He's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. He won the Classic in 93. Angler of the Year in 94. Hey, David, welcome to the show. It's sure good to have you. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I tell you what, I, uh, I've been, you know, for the past few months, every time I walk into any of my area fishing spots, stores, I go check those frit sides because they're flying off the shelf. David, these things are selling like hotcakes. You go in there, and if they have some, it might not be the color you want. So you pick the color they have, and by the end of a couple of months, you've got the whole collection. You like my game plan? <laughs> well, that was like me. I was at a Santee Cooper, and I said, I'm going to go by Berkeley there in Columbia and give me some fritz sides. I mean, they keep telling me they're out of them. I go up there, and I find four in that whole place. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are, I mean, they're almost impossible uh, to get, especially by about five or six colors. Five or six colors are just not pretty much non-existent. Yeah, and I tell you what, that's a good problem to have. They produce, they catch fish. It's no kidding. Yesterday morning, I had a couple of hours, and I found them stacked up on a on a hump in ten foot of water. And I pulled out that fret side and just dredged them down through there. I whooped up on them <laughs> yesterday morning. I had a great time with your bait. You knew a little something about crank baits when you put this thing together. You've had some success. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, that has been probably the hottest thing I've ever developed, and I've made a lot of baits over the years, but that one's just really special. It's just one of those things that's just really, really special. What makes this bait so so special? And for folks that uh, if there's one person left on the planet that hadn't seen a Fritz side yet, it's a, a flat-sided 
crankbait, shallow running crankbait. Um, tell tell me what makes this bait so special. Is it the way it swims? Yeah, it's the action that it has. Uh, you know, I worked on that bait for about three years as well as we work on about all of them three or four years uh, before they come out. Uh, and that's just uh, it's the side to side motion that it has. In other words, the top of the back will move three quarter inches both ways. And for for a manufacturer to get that, I mean, it, it took a lot of testing and a lot. You know, I, I don't know if anybody could do it besides Berkeley, to be honest with you, with their facility. Wow. But but that's uh, <laughs> that's about what it amounts to, buddy. Man, I tell you what, whatever it is, it works. Uh, you've got a couple of different <laughs> sizes. What are the different sizes, uh, David, of the Frit size? Well, the number five is the, is the short lip version, and we have the number five, which has done one, I don't know, five or six major tournaments. Then we have one we call um, the big one, and that's the one that uh, the Red Crest just got one on. It, it's a three-inch bait that runs about five to six feet deep, so it runs about two feet deeper than record number five. And then we have the junior and uh that's the one that's just killing us farm out up north. Um and then we have a number seven, which is a seven foot bait. It's sort of a medium deal. It's good to fish in five to seven feet of water. Then we have a number nine, and that's probably the one you were throwing. The number nine, when I was testing at Lake Hartwell, I tested it for three days and I caught seven bass over eight pounds on it. <laughs> and I knew that, that you know, they they wouldn't nothing like this. I mean, it's just man alive. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, it's a lot of fun. It's putting more bites in your bass fishing, guys. I promise you. Uh, pick up a fruit side or two. Uh, uh, your next stop at the tackle shop. Hey, your mama and my mama must have been a lot alike. My mom was a great cook, David. How about yours? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, man. My grandma's—I mean, my, but my mom was exceptional. Um, she really was, and uh, she loved to do it. And we worked together a lot, just playing, trying to come up with making things better. Yeah, and she she had a real good knack for it. My mom and my mama, my grandma—they were all great cooks, and I was a great eater. Uh, I still am a great eater, David. <laughs> And, and I loved to hang around the kitchen when they were baking and cooking and putting up for uh, the pantry and all. And I picked a lot of that up. And I still love, decades later, I still love to cook uh, and spend time in the kitchen. I bet a lot of people don't know that you're a pretty doggone good baker. <laughs> well, I probably don't. But a lot of people have learned I, I can't go nowhere without somebody wanting no milk cookies or or a uh, sliced potato pie or something, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just up at Bugs Island, uh, Virginia, a few weeks ago, and that's not too far from you. That's that's one of your favorite places to fish, from what I hear. And, uh, boy, if I'd known you had oatmeal cookies ready to go, I'd have swung by the house. Well, I didn't have any ready to go. <laughs> that's one big thing. It takes about three hours to make a batch of them. Yeah, wow. I'm talking about make 45 cookies. It just really, it's not hard. It's just so time consuming. Wow. That's from scratch. 
in the Hall of Famer's kitchen right there, David Tritz. Not only can he develop great crankbaits, he, he's got oatmeal cookies to die for. <laughs> Who first took you fishing, David? How'd this all start with you? Well, actually, my aunt, my mother's sister, uh, lived down close to High Rock Lake, and that's pretty much how I got started. Uh, going down there when I was just a kid, and and my grandma was the same way. She loved to fish, too, but... Um, We'd get in there and catch catfish and carp, whatever, whatever bite or hook. And then my aunt, actually, uh, mother aunt on my dad's side, my dad's sister, actually got a place at the lake. And that's when I got started in the bass fishing, when I caught one of them big old five-pounders. After I beside her dog, that just sort of ruined me. And I, I was sort of ruined for life then. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. You know, with my dad, like everybody, most people, it was it was actually all on the women's side. Yeah, well, that's hey, it starts that way in a lot of different homes, a lot of places. Matter of fact, uh, mom takes a, a kiddo fishing, and even more these days because uh, we have a lot of a lot of single moms out there, and I hear from them on this radio show because they want to know what to do. How do I get started and take my my kiddo fishing? Step one is go get yourself a frit side, right? <laughs> well, you know, the thing about that is I used to tell everybody to tie a Carolina rig on and just throw it and just let them drag it or what. But really, that bait, if you throw it out there and wind it back, something's going to bite it, and it ain't going to take long. It, 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 it blows me away at that bait. You can be in 20 feet of water and the bait's running four foot deep and a five-pounder come up and eat it. It, it blows yeah. me away. And that's been so successful is it, it's, it's such a no-brainer. And the fish are really attracted to it. It's just, I can't remember, and I've been around for a long time, I can't remember ever a bait that fish attacked like they attacked that bait. In so many tournaments, in a short period of time, it done been won like seven major tournaments. Yeah. It's just different. It just swims different when you throw it. It's going to feel different than than any other crankbait in your in your box. Uh, it, it's not going to thump 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 hard. Uh, it's going to sw- it's a smooth swimmer with lots of action. And it's different. Yeah, one th- one thing that really helped was we figured out how to make plastic act like wood, and I think that was our biggest move. And then when we uh, kept tweaking it and come upon this action, it, it's just. Um, I mean, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, we've, I've made a lot of good baits, but as far as just tying something on and throwing it and winding it, they don't get no better than the Fritz side. More from Bass Fishing Hall of Famer David Fritz when we come back from the coffee pot. I'm Jody Clark with the experience with Weston and Jody. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. crappie anglers crappie season is here wally marshall mr crappie here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022 check out the all-new wally marshall classic signature rods by lose the wally marshall classic series starts at five foot six and all the way up to 16 foot in length 
IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target rods are designed with IM8 graphite blanks, stainless steel guides, and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunders, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shadpos. Tennessee Mist, White, Houdat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and SmithsProducts.com. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store, you can snack, and you just talk about Bucky's. Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind, and the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat-bottom boat. For a little while. A decoy, he starts it up, and sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and then waking up still in the car so I can just feel the comfort knowing that it will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The Herdware Store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 15-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. 
I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged in the battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. Coffee's always on, and the conservation is always good. Make sure you bring a youngin' or two. Together, let's teach them what heritage and tradition looks like. This is the Big Billy Kender Outdoors Camp House. I'd like to say hello to Philip Lyon, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. He dropped by the website this week and said hello to us. Philip, thank you. Thanks for listening. Lauren White catches the show in Grand Junction, Colorado. Michael Allen is in South Plainfield, New Jersey. And listen, wherever you are and however you hear the show, podcast, broadcast, satellite, however you get the show, thank you so very much for tuning in to Kinder Outdoors. You know you can get a free download of the show each and every week uh, from wherever you get your podcasts. Just let them know you want Kinder Outdoors and, hey, they'll send it to you. You don't even have to think about it. They'll, they'll send it to you each and every week absolutely free let's get back to our conversation now with bass fishing hall of famer david fritz hey we're talking to david fritz thanks for hanging on david i appreciate it oh you welcome and we've been talking about his new bait the fritz side that's flying off shells if you're a bass fisherman you know all about it and how difficult it is to uh, uh to to uh, find what you're looking for sometimes because they're selling so fast go talk to the manager and ask him what day he takes his deliveries and be there when the truck comes in. That, there's my tip for you. Hey, back in 1993, you won a Bassmaster Classic on Logan Martin Lake, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, and I heard a rumor that in practice that week, you were onto a little something, so you disguised yourself, put on a floppy hat, and uh, went out in an un unmarked boat so nobody could see where you were practicing. Is that true? Well, yeah, sort of. I had a TR-10 Ranger. Or TR, uh, yeah. Anyway, the little 15 foot sticks there, and, and one, I'm talking about one of the 60 model Rangers. And it put me on a hat and just sort of kicked back. And I think Guido Hibbs and, and a couple of them finally figured it out, but it took them a while. <laughs> you know, when you're sitting out in the middle of the lake and you're in a, well, this day and time, an $80,000 Ranger boat. Everybody sort of looks to see where you're at, but when you're in something like that, they're thinking, well, he's probably out there catfishing or proppy fishing. So that was sort of what I did. You look like a minner man out there. You look like a minner fisherman out there. Uh, but you were you were onto something. You knew something. And what was it that you knew? Well, you know, at that time, fish were away from the bank, and, and 
it was uh, I knew it was going to be a structure deal. It's just finding the right kind of cover. But my main thing was I figured out what color they liked, and that made the biggest difference of anything that I did because I could actually go behind people and catch fish. But um, that was probably one of the biggest things. Uh, huh. Just and just finding a few little key areas, you know, that was real good. So. It paid off, and it worked out. A 1993 Bassmaster Classic. Back then, a Classic paid $50,000. That was a ton of money uh, back then. <laughs> Shaw yeah, Grigsby finished. 150 the next year, so I sort of missed out on that deal. But. One year later. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shaw Grigsby finished second in that thing. Jay Yellis third. Tommy Biffle fourth. Kevin Van Dam fifth, George Cochran, Paul Elias, Guido Hibden, listen to the Denny Brower, listen to the guys in the top ten at that event and uh, the folks that David had to beat. Uh, did you catch your fish? You caught them on a crankbait primarily in that uh, classic, correct? I did. And actually, uh, the Fritz side nine, if you had one right now, you're pretty close to the exact same bait I caught most of my fish on. Really? Yeah, was that, that a thing. was that a homemade bait? Yeah, I, Steve Blazer uh, made wooden wooden ones, and like I say, you had to, you had to buy twenty of them to get one that was real good. But I had one that was real good, and that's what I caught the bulk of my fish on. Wow! And when we made the fritz size, I wanted to make sure we were going to have one that would even be better than that, and I think we did that. 1993 wins the Bassmaster Classic. David Fritz wins Angler of the Year, 94. Which was tougher to do, win a Classic or an AOY? <laughs> well, Angler of the Year is all year long. It was probably a little bit tougher. Um, I mean, it, both of them are, are pretty dang tough to do. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, probably Angler of the Year is probably a little bit harder. I would think so, and I've heard – I've heard guys say that, and uh, I can see how that grind would be uh, would be tough on you and, and make it for a long, tough year. Uh, like I said earlier, I was up at Bugs Island Lake not long ago, first time I'd been there, David, and I was just blown away with how beautiful that part of the country is uh, there where you are in North Carolina and Virginia. Uh, and And a lot of people maybe don't know, the bass fishing up there is pretty doggone spectacular, too. Well, you know, Kerr was a uh, top five lake there for years and years and years until the herring got in it, and they started chasing them around. But it was almost uh, it was a phenomenal lake, and still is. But, boy, at one time, there was more four-pounders in that lake than anywhere in the country. And they catch a lot and, of four-pound, three- and four-pound crappie up there, too. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's just it's just a, a, it's just a good spot to go fishing. You and bet. And really that whole... Uh, that whole Roanoke River chain is pretty good, too. Uh, Gaston's not quite as good. That's the lake behind it. The man, the biggest fish in the state live there, so. Hmm. Might might be worth dipping a, dipping a fritz side, huh? <laughs> yeah. You can definitely catch a great big one there. Uh, hey, you like to hunt uh, when, you're not, when you're not fishing uh, or baking oatmeal cookies. Uh, how was your deer season this year? It was really good. I mean, I didn't shoot. I, I passed on a one that was right at 170. I don't think he was over 170 uh, with my bow. And, and it, 
you know, most they probably ain't 20 people in the country that would do that, but he was a four-and-a-half-year-old and in Kansas, and hopefully I'm going to get drawled because I shot one there a couple of years ago and lost it. It was over a 200-inch. And this deer here is going to be up there over 180 next year if he survives all the elements. So I, I let him go, and actually I saw two deer that was in that class. One, another one that was about a 166, 165. I let it go too. So, um, you know, I just enjoy. I don't care about just killing, and you know, I want to hunt something that's that most people never even see in their lifetime, and uh, that's sort of what I do when I hunt. I just uh, I'm very, very, very selective. And he's got to be really big if I shoot. <laughs> hey, when you decided, you know, I think I'm going to fish professionally. I'm going to make my living fishing. And you presented that to your family. How'd that go over? Was that because back then, hey, that's that's taking a pretty big chance. Yeah, my dad thought I was crazy. <laughs> he started this. And uh, there, I tell you, I went all year when I quit work. And started fishing, I went all the way until October before I even won any money. And then I won two tournaments in a row. And I had really had some second thoughts because I'm thinking, man. And you know, the thing about it is, this day and time, it's even harder. This day and time, it, it's really hard with the with the price of everything that, that's out there right now. It's really hard to, to survive doing it. Yeah, when a gallon of gas is five bucks. And you're pulling a boat and all your gear <laughs> at five bucks is not going to get you very far down the road. No, not at all. It's so interesting to talk to these guys that won a classic two, three decades ago, and they can recall every detail of every day of that tournament vividly. I love it. More from David Fritz when we come back from the coffee pot, talking about his Fritz-side bass bait, that shallow-running crankbait. It's not a square bill. It's more of a diamond-shaped bill. Flat-sided, swims differently than anything else in your box, and it's catching a lot of fish. It's won a lot of money uh, so far in 2022. We'll talk to David more about it when we come back from the coffee pot. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. When Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing converts your venison or pork into breakfast sausage or ground meat, it's a hands-down hit. But step outside the box this year. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing has sausages for every taste. I don't know, probably 30 or more. We have German, hickory, hot links, uh, jalapeno, cheese links, regular jalapeno, and cracked black pepper, Cajun sausage, all kinds of sausage. Our Chipotle and cheese is actually our number one seller. We just came out with a Hatch Chili and Cheese Summer Sausage to complement our links. And we also have a uh, Frito Chili Cheese Pie Sausage this year, which is 
kind of off the charts, but the kids love it. So it's kind of one of those new twists. <laughs> Located just north of Fort Worth, Texas, Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. Experts with all wild game. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com. You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S, TejasRanchFencing.com. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled. But we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not in the school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, Contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. You know, as bird hunters and bird dog owners, we've seen our wild bird hunting opportunities dwindle in recent years. And if you, like me, don't want to kennel your bird dog in the spring just to let him hibernate till fall, then you should take a long look at the world's largest field trial organization, the National Shoot to Retrieve Association, or Nastra. This was the very idea of Nastra's founding fathers back in the 1960s. They wanted to extend time in the field with the dogs that they loved. And it must have been a pretty good idea, because over the years, many thousands of men, women, teens, and families have enjoyed participating in Nastra field trials. All pointing breeds are welcome, and there's no need to be intimidated. Nastra sponsors over 1,000 field trials across the U.S. and Canada each year. It's at these trials where your dog can earn his Nastra championship, qualify for entry into your regional championship, and Nastra's five national championships. Take a look at our website, nstra.org, and consider visiting a local trial. We look forward to meeting you. That view from the porch is pretty awesome this time of year. Let's sit and visit a while at Kinder Outdoors. You would look so good in one of our Kinder Outdoors t-shirts. <laughs> and we give them away. We can't give them to everybody. We can't afford that. However, we do give a lot of them away. And all you have to do is register. It's a simple drawing at KinderOutdoors.com. K-I-N-D-E-R. KinderOutdoors.com. Go to the website and you'll see right there. On the home page, uh, an opportunity to register to win uh, one of our good-looking Kinder Outdoors T-shirts. We draw your name. We'll get it in the mail pronto and get it to you, okay? Also, if you want to give us a buzz, do that anytime. Toll-free, 1-877-820-BBKO. 1-877-820-2256 is the Camp House telephone number.
We're visiting with David Fritz today. He won the Bassmaster Classic in 1993, Bassmaster Angler of the Year in 94. Both of those accomplishments extremely difficult to claim, but he did it. And he also is in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. He went in with Davey Height and Mark Davis. His Fritzide design shallow water crankbait is the hottest selling bass bait on planet Earth in 2022. Great Father's Day idea. Hey, David Fritz is in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. He's won a Bassmaster Classic. He's, he's uh, fishing the Bassmaster Elites these days, as he has done forever. Uh, Angler of the Year back in uh, 1994. His new Fritzide bait is blowing off the shelves. As fast as they come in, they're gone out the door. You had mentioned a few colors that are really hard to get. What have been the more popular colors of the Fritzide, David? Well, obviously the red's almost impossible. When somebody gets them, they're, they're, I mean, they buy them. But the, the Kentucky blue is another really dynamite color. Um, and the uh, Ghost Morning Dawn, the one that won the first tournament that uh, that was ever fished at, and that was down at uh, in Texas on Sam Rayburn. Uh, the Honey Shad. Is another one, and I'm trying to think of that other color that's um, that you can't never get. <laughs> I mean, you can get some of the, you can get some of the, and, and don't get me wrong, all the colors are good and can be good, but those particular colors, red is unbeatable in the spring, and we have a brown crawl that has been really, really popular. It's sort of a dark crawl, and it's been really popular. Uh, but right now. Kentucky blue, honey shad, uh, old blue, any of those are going to be a real good choice. David Fritz and the Fritz side. Hey, David, uh, real quick before we let you go, uh, hot summertime is coming on. Perfect time to throw the Fritz side. Well, my dog's going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think with me. <laughs> Well, they probably saw a cat or something, but anyway, they, <laughs> I think that the dredge is, is an underestimated bait. You know, they've been terminus one on the, uh, on our square lip, which, uh, used to be called pit bull and we had to change the name to square bull, but out in Jones, Junior just won a tournament on it and another tournament's been won on it. That's our square lip. And we have a bait called a digger. And it's similar to the old type killer bees, and it's probably the most underestimated bait that we have, and, and huh. along with the dredger. And those are the only two baits. The bad shad has won a bunch of tournaments. It's like a shad wrap. Uh, it's a swimming crankbait, but it throws good and it's very consistent. Um, but right now, a dredger is probably going to be your ticket, especially when fish get deeper than ten feet. So uh, just be aware that, you know, that is a killer, killer bait. We have it in some 8.5-foot, 10.5, 14 five, 17 five, 20.5, and a 25-foot. So we got a whole range of them. And they're killer baits. They are. They they will catch them. If you're somewhere where, where you're deep, uh, that's going to be a, a, a good bait to have tied on. Awesome. David Fritz, it's a pleasure visiting with you, and uh, we still enjoy watching you fish. Are you having as much fun now as you ever have? 
Well, you know, it's a different game out there now. It's all about how good a video guy you are, and I ain't much at that because, you know, you don't find fish with your bait anymore, and it, it, I just can't get used to it. I don't know why. I just cannot get used to not finding fish with your bait. And, um, but, yeah, competition is always fun, and it's always a challenge. But, you know, fishing has changed. Uh, a lot of the fish ain't on right on the cover. A lot of them are just out there wandering around, and they're getting caught now where they never, never, ever was. So, anyway, it's just a little different game. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, my body ain't letting me do what I used to do. And, you know, I had COVID last year, and I still ain't got over it. I got that long COVID, and yeah. still can't smell anything, still get fatigued pretty easy. But mm. other than that, yes. <laughs> That's good. Well, and I'm I'm with you. You know, there's there's a place for uh, forward facing sonar, and it's just it's selling like hotcakes. And I get it. I understand that, especially for a competitive angler, you want to have that advantage. But man, there's times I just want to go fishing. I just want to pick that that square bill up or or whatever that Texas rig and go feel them out and go fishing uh, like we've always done. And it's always worked. David, good talking to you. I look forward to the next visit. All right, my man. It's been a parade of Bass Fishing Hall of Famers around here over the past few weeks. Mark Davis, Jimmy Houston, Hank Parker, Woo Daves, and David Fritz. It's been a bass fishing education over the past few weeks. And, hey, you can go back and listen to any of it again, anything you might have missed, at kinderoutdoors.com. Just click on the archives, the podcasts. And you'll find it there. Before we go today, let's hear from Ray Sasser, our camp house storyteller. We lost Ray just a few years ago, but we have a wealth of Ray's writings in his own words that we still enjoy. Fishing lines resemble insidious spider webs. Once you're ensnared in the coils of monofilament like a fly in the sticky web, struggle is useless. The harder we deny the inevitable, the more deeply we become mired in the challenge of a fascinating and mysterious sport. Fishing lines are the threads joining an estimated 4 million Texas sportsmen of all ages. Suffering from terminal cancer, one diehard anger hired a light plane to fly him over his favorite fishing hoe. I always wondered what it looked like from the air, he said. Anglers share a common ground based on water, the liquid frontier in which man is the alien. Much of the attraction in fishing, a sport that dates back at least to biblical times, lies in man's fascination with water. What goes on beneath the surface is far less of a mystery today than it was 2,000 years ago, or even 20 years ago. But the more we know about fish, the less we seem to understand about how to catch them. Luck plays a leading role in the drama called fishing. On a given day, the best fisherman may row snake eyes, while the novice lands a record. He really knows why a bass ignores the first 20 plastic worms that crawl within easy reach and attacks instead as unlikely a lure as a flashing spinnerbait, an offering that resembles no naturally occurring organism. Such phenomena are precisely why the sport is called fishing rather than catching. Ray Sasser, what a great talent, and so quiet and reserved, you'd never know that he was read and known far and wide for his outdoors expertise. A quiet and humble man. I miss him, Ray Sasser. Don't forget to drop by the website this week, kinderoutdoors.com. Register and win one of those good-looking Kinder Outdoors t-shirts, 
I want to say thanks to David Fritz for joining us on the show today from his home in North Carolina. I want to thank you for hanging out with us in the camp house today. Thank you. And I certainly want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for this time that we have together each and every week. Hey, if you want to know more about him, I always love sharing that. Give me a shout. Next week, it's Adrian Avina, the Jersey boy who fishes the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour. If you've seen him on TV, you've seen him uh, perhaps from time to time throwing those big, giant, oversized swim baits. That's what I want to talk to him about. I hope you'll be here with us. Join us next time around. Till then, may God bless you and your bunch. (laughs) 